All right, North Central infused. It is already March. It is. It's, this is so weird. I, I, I'm not used to seeing time fly this by, this fast. So, <laughs> we uh, we are joined once again by our CEO and General Manager Kevin Doddridge. Hello. You say once again. I'm, I'm kind of scared of the time when I won't be here. What those circumstances will be. <laughs> well, last last month was the first time we were missing one of the four. And that was, of course, J.D. Cox, our safety director and Went great. director Went of loss smoothly. control. But best I still podcast love yet, the, wasn't it? Do what? It's the best podcast yet. <laughs> well, I did insert the video of J.D. throwing the cup of water out. In the, where, where were you? Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin, yeah. And how cold was it out there? Negative 51 was the coldest. Uh, that day in particular where in the video was negative 47. What are the statistics for people getting scalded doing that stuff? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but frostbite starts in about two minutes, so that was a, the fastest uh, uh, display of water throwing in the air you would ever saw. walk out the door. He's ran right back inside, air. didn't you? That's exactly right. Uh, we are uh, also joined by our Director of Communications and Economic Development, Michael Bellapani. Hey. So, March, what do we have going on? Well, we there's lots. Uh, yeah, things are really kind of getting kicked off, especially with fundraisers and community events. Um, it finally quit raining, so... Uh, I know. And now, then we're leaving town. Yeah, we're leaving <laughs> town. Uh, but uh, we will be taking off tomorrow for a youth leadership workshop where we've got 16 of North Mississippi's finest high school juniors going to Jackson. Uh, we'll be down there for three days uh, where they'll have some team-building activities, uh, build on the leadership skills that they already have, and get to see our state government at work. Um, mm -hmm. Have an opportunity to visit with our legislators uh, get a tour of our state capital and network with 87 high school juniors from across the state. And each one of them are sponsored by electric cooperatives in Mississippi. Yeah. And they're, they, they seriously are. They're a great group. Uh, they love the events that they do. They, they get really involved with what's happening. So this is, it's uh, something we're, we're taking them down there for three days and then, we also have golf tournaments happening yeah, starting just, soon. That, and that's the big fundraiser around here because DeSoto County, we've got so many great golf courses. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just seems to be a natural fit for the, our, our area not-for-profits, nonprofits to have fundraisers uh, as golf tournaments. And there's opportunities to get involved in these, even if you're not a golfer. You could be a sponsor. You could be whole sponsors. You could uh, volunteer. Uh, but uh, just to kind of go through our calendar and let y'all know what's coming up, um, uh, on, on March 5th, uh, just a, a few days from when this podcast will air, is the Olive Branch Chamber Annual Celebration. Uh, that's where they give their annual awards. That'll be at Sweet Peas Restaurant. And for more information on that, go to olivebranchms.com. That event's from 6 to 7.30. And also on that same night is the Lewisburg uh, high school empty bowls project. Um, the Interact Club. Interact Club, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a great event. It goes from five to eight. You've got area uh, chefs and restaurants that are bringing soup in uh, and some great pottery pieces created by uh, the club at, at Lewisburg High School, and you get to take it home. So, uh, Chef Sean making his last right? appearance. Yeah, Chef Sean Gilliam, uh, our buddy Chef Sean, is, is going to make his last appearance there with uh, providing soup for the, the group. Uh, so it's, you don't make the bowl yourself, though, right? No, you okay. don't. 
I don't know if I'd trust a bowl that I made. <laughs> yeah. these, I'm going to tell you something. These students put out some amazing pieces, mm-hmm. and we, my wife and I have them around the house, and we use them from time to time uh, serving uh, dips and whatnot, but it, it's really cool. Okay. But for more information on that, and if y'all want to buy tickets, you can email Lacey.Fitz. That's L-A-C-E-Y dot F-I-T-T-S at D-C-M-S dot org. Um, and then on Thursday, March 7th, the Olive Branch Arts Council will ha- have their student uh, art exhibit, and we're going to host that here at North Central. Uh, so area high school uh, and I think some middle school art students will submit exhibits to the Arts Council. We'll display them here in the auditorium. They'll have a little reception that evening uh, and have the opportunity to judge, to vote on, mm-hmm. on the best pieces. And the award winners will be displayed in North Central's uh, lobby area throughout the month of March. Good stuff will be out there. Yeah, some, there is some talent so, out there. Seriously uh, mm-hmm. talented students in, in, in programs at Olive Branch, Center Hill, Lewisburg, and, and uh, all our area schools. Um, mark your calendars for a great event. Uh, the North Mississippi Home Builders Association will be holding the Bob Williams Classic uh, Golf Tournament. And that's going to be at Wedgwood on April 12th. And like I said, there's more opportunities even if you're not a golfer. Mm-hmm. So we'll have the area home builders and related industries out there. Uh, North Central works closely with the Home Builders Association. Uh, so we're glad to support that, uh, that event. And uh, one other golf tournament the next week is the Olive Branch Chamber of Commerce Annual Golf Tournament. This is a long-running uh, tournament, probably one of the bigger ones in the county. Uh, that will be at the Olive Branch Country Club on uh, on April 18th. So visit olivebranchms.org for more information. Olive Branch Country Club is a great track. Mm-hmm. Uh, any golfers interested in doing that, it's a competitive tournament, but it's even more fun uh, networking event. And that same day. I'm more on the networking the part net- of that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I go for the social aspect and good company. Uh, but that same day also, I don't want to leave out the Wesley Meadows uh, Foundation Tournament, and that, that will be at Cherokee Valley that day. So if you'll uh, look at Cherokee's website, they'll have a link on their calendar to how to sign up for that tournament and go uh, either volunteer or play. Lots of opportunities for golfers. It is, it is. But uh, like I say, there's even more for them, even if you don't play. But lastly, I just want to kick off a, a, just an intro, and y'all will hear some more later in the podcast about this, but uh, North Central's proud to host uh, a, a Friends of Scouting Social uh, at the end of March on March 27th. March 27th, yes. And that's going to be an evening event. Uh, with the Boy Scouts of America and Chickasaw Council. Uh, so we'll be inviting folks uh, who, who are friends of scouting and former scouts to come and hear what's going on in, uh, in, in the world of scouting. So. Yeah, we, that, and that's actually uh, one of our first interviews today on this podcast is we have a couple of representatives from the Chickasaw Council and what they're working on. And uh, So, yeah, that, again, that's March 27th. That's at our offices here at 4600 North Central Way in Olive Branch. And we will, uh, you can't not support scouts. That's yeah. just, it's an amazing organization. And I, I learned that you were a scout and, and you learned that I was one as well. Yeah. So <laughs> They didn't ask us. Yeah. Were you well, a scout? Were you Absolutely. A scout? I was a scout. Okay. What, what, what rank did you re- achieve? I was a scout. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Cub Scout, a Wee Below, and a Boy Scout. Yeah. Okay. I went to camp. All right. I got a merit badge. I'm not recalling what it was in. <laughs> 
Tomahawk throwing. But I excelled at it. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. right. Yeah. But you have to excel at it to get the badge. That's a great organization. Yeah, great absolutely. event. So we're happy to be able to be involved in that. So, uh, and Justin, I'm sure you'll throw the, the contact information mm-hmm. and the websites up absolutely. on the screen for the video podcast. But yep. uh, y'all y'all look at those events, please. Yeah, chickasaw.org. Uh, we will try and link something to our website as well. Uh, we need to work on some events that we could definitely promote through our website. So. Uh, anything else? No, that's that's pretty much it for now. All right, well, I'm going to do some last-minute begging then. <laughs> North Central has been kind enough to sponsor my dancing career. And uh, I'm actually dancing for our stars for the Bedore Center. That's uh, March 9th at the Lander Center. Unfortunately, the event is sold out, but you can still vote for me and my partner, Marissa Mathenia, at uh, dancingforourstars.com. It all goes to benefit the Bedore Center. And if you don't know any, uh, much about the Bedore Center, they is a 100-plus acre facility in Senatobia, Mississippi. They take care of adults throughout this half of the country uh, with intellectual disabilities by giving them a place to live, work, worship, learn, and play. And it's, it's truly an a, amazing facility. And if you ever get a chance, it's Bedore.org, B-A-D-D-O-U-R.org. And you get to see some of the residents and uh, the things that they do there. And it's, it's really uh, truly amazing place but um i will be dressing as freddie mercury for my performance i I can't be there (laughs) (laughs) we'll 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 find a way to get smart apps well no there's there will be because you know part of what else uh what the another group that i volunteer with the ctc centers in horn lake that work i'm their gold sponsor for the digital media class we're bringing a film crew of 15 students and nine cameras. We will document. Yes, it will. <laughs> so we will have multiple <laughs> angles, and it will definitely replace the blinking video that we started in 2017 wow. with. <laughs> wow. Well, the uh, important question is, do you have a hashtag yet for your team? Uh, it is Team Math Jag. Ah, okay. Yeah, because uh, it's... Uh, it's Mathenia and, and Jaggers. Okay. So it's, yeah, Math Jag with two J's. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> we, we've got events up, and you can still donate it's it goes to a truly amazing cause so. i've seen a couple of the posts on the event and i uh, just like to give you a shout out i mean you you really have a lot of good effort there it's <laughs> about all i've got because <laughs> this year was i mean the years before i've done this it's it's i started practicing and thanks like after thanksgiving because i'm just paranoid i don't know how to dance i don't know what i'm doing and then the, my partner this year she's like we're gonna do jive the crazy little thing called love i'm like Okay. So I, just, I feel better about my golf game already. Exactly. Exactly. Did you start blinking real fast when oh, she I, said I did, that? I did. And I was sweaty palms. And no, it was, it was just, you know, it's, it's really is interesting to get outside of your comfort zone and do something like that, especially for these residents that uh, do so much to try and better their lives and the lives of people around them. So if, they, if, if, you know, any effort I put towards this is totally worth it because uh, I've got. I've been adopted as a brother or sister by several residents down at the Bator Center. So, anyways, all right. So, moving on to uh, cooperative happenings and, and new developments with the broadband uh, electric uh, broadband enabling act. Sorry. Right. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, Kevin, what do you have for us? Well, like I said last month, it is a law now. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because mm-hmm. we're hitting what I call that boring period. <laughs> and right now is when we're meeting with attorneys to set up the actual business, to name the business. The, um, uh, from an operational standpoint, we've done a design on the initial 
80 miles of fiber that we're hanging, but we've got to build it out even further. Mm -hmm. So there'll be matters of how we approach that. And as we approach that, there'll be financing. Uh, so there's their studies going on, uh, legal work being done. Um, so we'll probably be able to take a little bit more of a deeper dive into that for the, I have to get my dates correct, potentially the April podcast. We'll be able to give a little bit more greater indication, you know, because when you name a company, you have to take branding and marketing into place. And since we're entering a competitive market, a little bit more thought into it, but also want to make sure that we uh, play off the North Central brand and off the service excellence that we established for years. Um, one other thing about that is, you know, I've often said that uh, the cooperatives need permission and patience, meaning the consumer. Give us permission to get into the business, have patience as we build out. But another strong point for cooperatives doing this is that we ourselves are patient. Uh, there are a lot of companies that are, I, I don't want to get into the telecom business model, but many of them really require an five to eight year return on investment. Uh, electric cooperatives aren't like that. That's what gives us a little bit of advantage. Uh, we might not be a great stock to buy unless you're looking for long-term growth. But as I look through some figures, North Central was founded in 1950. It took us all the way till somewhere around 19, and I want to get my date right. In 1963, 13 years later, we finally showed a net income figure. Mm -hmm. It took us 13 years to get revenues that exceeded expenses. And we had, we had been booking losses for all those years. So it took us all the way to 1974 to technically get into the black. Um, so we were patient when we were extending electricity lines. And I think if we'll be patient on our return and how we handle our return, uh, we'll, ha we'll have a successful project coming up. But hope to give you more on that later. But as we talk about electric cooperatives uh, getting into the Internet business, a lot of discussion comes up about uh, people that still weren't familiar with electric cooperatives and what we do. Um, and a lot of it comes to the governance model. How are we governed? What are we formed? And a lot of this, when you get your uh, Today in Mississippi, if you read the couple of paragraphs that I have in there, it'll explain that. And, and y'all did some great work and get some graphics out there and some information. But, um, you know, we have a lot of members and people that look at cooperatives. They are confused by our structure. The fact that we are a corporation but we're not-for-profit, and we're also a cooperative, that we're run by the members that serve us, and that our members voice themselves on the operation of the cooperative through their boards of directors. That's what they'll see in today in Mississippi, is that there's a nine-member board of directors that is elected from the membership, and as we move forward, we'll give more information on uh, these directors. I think we'll have stuff in there really stuff, you know, content today yeah. that, uh, that really uh, alludes to the fact that once you're a director, there's a significant amount of training that you need to go through to, um, to, to be on a governance board for something like an electric cooperative. Uh, but as we move forward, we'll let you know how they're elected, when they're elected, things such as that, uh, and, and let people know more about kind of the unique governance structure of a cooperative. And that was a good thing of, uh, about having this opportunity is, is our directors are great people, and, and they're not going to brag on themselves. So I wanted to be able to brag on them uh, on behalf of North Central because they do go through extensive training and education and continued education uh, to learn how to govern uh, and, and stay up on cooperative and, and electric utility topics.
Okay. And so if you uh, want to take a look at uh, Today in Mississippi that on the uh, online, it's todayinmississippi.com. Um, also, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to mention? I'll surprise them in April. I'll surprise everybody <laughs> in April. Something to look forward to. Yes. That's, that's what we call in the business a teaser. <laughs> All right, J.D., so you've got – we have uh, obviously – at some point, the temperature is going to get warmer in the Mid-South and stay warmer in the Mid-South as we've been dealing with – hot and cold rain it seems yeah. like the past couple of weeks but uh with that warmer weather comes severe uh weather as well so you have some safety ideas for the upcoming spring season i guess absolutely um you know the thing about the weather around here if you don't like it just wait a few days because it'll definitely change <laughs> really minutes but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but as we make that transfer hopefully soon uh from winter uh, to spring as you said things are going to start warming up and uh, unfortunately, we've already seen, um, you know, some incidents of where uh, the weather changes drastically like that. Uh, here in the Mid-South, we've experienced uh, some pretty strong storms, lots of rain, flooding, uh, and all of the things that are associated with that. So this time of year, uh, we always uh, have an educational uh, program to really talk to our members uh, about what to do in certain circumstances. And, and there's really three areas I'd like to quickly talk about today, and that's down power lines as a result of, of a weather event and uh, the lightning that's associated with that. And then after all of that happens, the flooding uh, that occurs um, when you get so much rain. And really on the downed power line, uh, it, it's really uh, easy. If you see any type of line that's down and it's connected to a pole in any shape, form, or fashion, uh, don't. Don't feel a responsibility, um, you know, to take it on yourself to try to discern what type of line it is. Uh, just call 911. Mm -hmm. Let them know where you're at. Uh, they will contact the correct utility to go out there and look at it. Uh, so really when you see it, uh, just back away from it. Um, utility lines can energize uh, the ground up to 35 feet away from where it's actually touching the ground. Saturated ground. Absolutely. And then if the power line's laying in the water, it even extends the area uh, that it could electrify the ground. So stay away from it, report it, uh, and then, you know, if at all possible, just keep others from endangering themselves. Uh, lightning, uh, again, something you have to be very, very careful with. Um, um, when you hear uh, thunder, uh, lightning can strike up to 10 miles away. Mm -hmm. uh, those are kind of some gauges there. Uh, if you're on a corded phone, you know, stay off a corded phone. Uh, as far as surge protection goes in your house, there's a lot of uh, service point protection that you can buy. But if you're in an area that is prone to lightning, uh, even those surge protectors are only so good. So mm -hmm. if you have devices that you're concerned about, safest thing to do is just is unplug them. And really, I guess I'd like to spend the most time today talking about uh, what happens if uh, your residence or your business is flooded. Uh, that was a huge problem we've had. Uh, I know I've seen some video down at Enid Dam where actually some of the dam was eroding away. Um, a lot of restaurants uh, around lakes, a lot of lakefront homes, things of that nature. They were potentially a Bruce Almighty event down there. Absolutely. Um, that was Evan Almighty, I think, that you're thinking of. Ah, the sequel. Bruce, uh, <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> 
But we do have uh, currently in the Mid-South a lot of structures uh, that was affected by water. And, and, and really when that happens, uh, you know, before you go back into the building, you need to make sure that the power is turned off. Don't feel responsible to take that on yourself. Uh, call the experts. Call the utility company. Call your co-op. Let them come out make sure that the structure is, in fact, de-energized. And then when you go out and you're going through the cleanup process, uh, before you bring that structure uh, back up and start trying to bring the electricity back, make sure there's someone on site. Uh, mm-hmm. You just think about, you know, all of the things that's in water, the mud, and all that. And if it gets up to the level in a structure where you have electrical outlets, you know, how that can affect the structure. And, and just to be safe, have somebody on site there that when you bring the structure back up, um, that can go in there and check it out and make sure that it's safe to reoccupy. Because uh, the last thing you want to do, you know, you, you have a, a business or you have a residence that's went through an event like that and you're trying to salvage what you can, that's already uh, a terrible event for you. You certainly wouldn't want anyone to go inside and get hurt and just make matters even worse. Yeah. So just take it slow, methodical, um, let the experts check it out, and, um, and then really go about, you know, the repairs correctly. So just remember, you know, if you run across a down power line, just back away from it, report it, uh, let the experts come out, make it safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you have a lightning event, just a lot of the same things that we talk about, protect your home. You know, if you're in an area that's prone to it, you know, unplug those devices. And then if you have a structure that's flooded, uh, let the experts come out, mm-hmm. make sure the house is uh, de-energized. And then before you put the house back online, let them check it out again. And, and those are really some steps that, you know, can not only save money uh, and additional repairs, but could also save somebody's life. Okay. And something else to consider, we, we actually dealt with it this, this weekend. Um, there were a few outages as a result of the storms. And some of our members were saying that they, we, we've been posting in this Facebook neighborhood page and we don't monitor those. And so if you have uh, any sort of outage, any sort of concern, the number to call is uh, 1-800-325-8925. Yes. The, the main thing <laughs> yeah. there is do not take for granted that someone else has reported it. Um, you know, we, ha- we have um, facilities and people in place that you can report those to 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And so if your power's out, please let us know about it. And, you know, the more information we know about the outages, it helps us to route people, um, you know, at the proper place and, and at the proper time. Yeah, the, and the, the 24-7 number uh, to, to do our calls, to hit our call center is uh, 1-800-325-8925. Yes. Sorry for the mix-up. <laughs> because that's, that's one thing, um, you know, that we're prideful about is it doesn't matter. Day, night rain, sleet, or snow, mm-hmm. if your power's out, we're coming, and, and we're going to be there, and you're going to see us. Um, and, you know, we really take a, a lot of pride in, in making sure that that happens and letting the community know that they can count on us being there. Absolutely. All right, so that about wraps it up for our March podcast. Uh, we will be back with the uh, Chickasaw Council of the Boy Scouts of America and the reggae band, the Chinese Connection Dub Embassy. They were here earlier, so. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Report outages during severe weather 24 hours a day with your North Central Electric Power Association app available on Apple and Android devices. For more information, visit northcentralepa.com.
All right, and we're back with North Central Infused. We are joined by Brian Hyatt, the Senior Development Director of the Boy Scouts of America and the Chickasaw Council, and Casey Manning, the Field Director for the Boy Scouts and Chickasaw Council. That's the Memphis area. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. Okay, so we're promoting an event uh, that we're actually going to be have uh, having here at North Central at our offices at forty six hundred North Central Way. Michael, you want to? Yeah, uh, and this is actually just recently developed over the last uh, week. Uh, Casey, uh, we've got a great relationship with the Boy Scouts of America and the Chickasaw Council, and I was doing some research, and North Central has supported the Boy Scouts uh, and the Chickasaw Council for as long as we have electronic records. <laughs> So uh, I thought that was pretty interesting, but uh, a wonderful organization and great for uh, North Mississippi and the Memphis and Mid-South area, too. Um, But uh, Casey approached uh, approached me uh, about uh, brainstorming on uh, an idea for support. And uh, I think what we've come out of of this is a uh, Friends of Scouting Social. So uh, that'll occur in... March, I think March 27th. March 27th. Yeah, that's right here at our offices at North Central, uh, North Central Electric Power Association, 4600 North Central Way in Olive Branch. Uh, We'll try and put this up on our Facebook as well and, and try and get the word out. But uh, so real quick, I just kind of get you guys uh, understand a little bit more about what you guys do. Casey, uh, what do you handle for the Boy Scouts? What do you do with your yeah, position? Yeah, uh, I cover uh, basically a, a geographical area. I have 15 counties in Mississippi. Our council uh, kind of give you a, a, a more broader breakdown of how the Boy Scouts is structured because a lot of people don't know that. Uh, not, you have the National Office Boy Scouts of America. And inside of that, you have a lot of different councils. And uh, we're one of the councils in the United States. And uh, then we're and inside our council, then we're broke down into geographical areas as well. So we have what we call a metro area, which is the Memphis, Shelby County, and then we spill over into uh, Crittenden County, Arkansas as well. And then we also take in 15 counties in Mississippi. And we go all the way down, uh, if you take 55 in the Mississippi River, and you go all the way down to basically Belzona, all the way over to Greenville, Mississippi, and back north. That's kind of our geographical territory. So out of those 15 counties, those 15 counties I cover. That's my part of my territory. Inside of that, we have four different districts inside of that 15-county area. And we have four district executives that take care of each one of those areas. Okay, and, and Brian? Brian, what do you uh, do for the Boy Scouts? Development. I make sure that we have a well-defined, well-funded uh, program. Uh, make sure that uh, as we uh, grow our program, that we're not just aiming at the winds, but we actually have a solid plan and uh, financial support to make sure that we're providing uh, volunteers what they need program opportunities for the scouts that we serve, but also opportunities for scouts that we don't serve. There are only 6,400 that we currently serve, but thousands more that we need to be engaged with in scouting. We know that scouting does tremendous things for not only the youth, but the families, and scouting has the opportunity to reach more, so we are working hard to make sure that we have the funding to reach those areas that don't have scouting uh, in their current neighborhoods uh, through chartering partners uh, through our faith-based communities, through our civic organizations, and just uh, anyone who really understands the value of scouting, that we partner with them to make sure that scouting is strong for the next generation. Yeah, that's, uh, that's one of the big things that most people don't realize about our community here in Olive Branch. 
uh, our area churches uh, host a lot of these scout troops, and they support them in fundraisers. Uh, I know that uh, uh, my church uh, has a scouting group uh, meet there uh, on a regular basis, and uh, it's it, it, it kind of spreads throughout the community when you have that, that reach. Mm-hmm. Were you ever in scouting? I was uh, a scout all the way through Cub Scouts, Weeblos, and Boy Scout for a little while there in Belzona, Mississippi. So I was all, at once part of the Chickasaw Council of Boy Scouts. Same here. I was uh, Cub Scout, Weeblo, and then I made it up to life. Yeah. So I was in there for a little while. and I really regret not going for my Eagles. <laughs> I will say that. Well, well, Justin, we have a saying for you specifically. You're a scout for life. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So, yeah, I've, I've spent the summers at Kayakima, and uh, we did – I, the trip that I was in, we, we made sure to do a camping trip every month, and so we got to go around a lot. We were at, I was at a Troop 64 at a Germantown United Methodist Church, so yeah. <laughs> cool. So yeah. Um, all right, so what can we expect from this uh, Friends of Scouting event? What, what are you guys uh, hoping to accomplish with this? Well, there's two folds to these events that we do with our, our different uh, Friends of Scouting. Everyone is a friend of scouting. If you know what we do, it's pretty hard not to believe what we're doing is a positive thing uh, for the youth. Some folks don't know how current we are with our work, so it is bringing a message to those that aren't connected to scouting to know what we're doing, to understand that this is not just a, a program of go out, let's go outside, let's go camping, but a true character development, bringing those that truly believe in the community to connect with scouting in a new way and we branch out from there. It's also part of our fundraising campaign. We charge so little to make sure that no scout is left to the side because of finances. So we ask within our scouting families, within the community, and past scouters, of course, with all of our scouting alumni, to contribute to this generation. Just as the generation before invested in you, Justin, Mm -hmm. and Michael, this generation here needs your support. We ask our scouts only $33 to become members, but we know it costs more to do scouting. Mm -hmm. We know that the best example I have for what we have right here in North Mississippi is Camp Courier, an outdoor experience with zero cost to our units and our registered leaders and and families to go and experience at Camp Courier. Mm -hmm. Tremendous capital improvements over the past year and even more on the way. We are open year round with a camp ranger on property to make sure that our scouts have a safe, fun experience for outdoor camping. Sometimes it's their very first night. Mm -hmm. We offer this to our at no cost. Well, we know there's a cost. Roughly $500 per youth that we serve Mm -hmm. is paid through our uh, annual operating budget. But we still only see so little of that going. And our Friends of Scouting is a a part of that. Other uh, campaigns is included. Great. Okay, so are you looking, what kind of friends are you looking for? Are you looking for volunteers? Are you looking for uh, people to teach or lead? Or how are you handling that? Step one, I think what Casey and I have is let's get the message of scouting out. Some people have been in scouting for a long time, but but they know we're still here, but maybe it's been a little while. Um, What we have coming in is something very special. Uh, Dr. Julie Seaton. She is the youngest granddaughter of Ernest Thompson Seton, who was the co-founder of the Boy Scouts well over 100 years ago. So a a tremendous opportunity, not only to hear where we are today in 2019, Mm -hmm. but where we came from 
100 plus years ago. And Dr. Satan will be at this event, right? She will be here at the North Central Electric Power Association at 4600. Yes, that is. <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> That's why they keep well. asking me to say it. They <laughs> well, good. And um, where can we find more information about this event? I know we'll post it when it's available on our Facebook page, but um, as far as how to get involved with scouting and with the Chickasaw Council, um, what ways can can they reach out to you? you yeah, guys? a good question. Uh, we will have this posted on our current our website, which is chickasaw.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people can go to, and this, we have various links on that site that tell uh, about volunteering, uh, about how you can support. Uh, you know, if it's financially or through, you know, through, through a volunteer role uh, about what units are in the area. You can look up local units. If there's a, a local unit that you want to be a part of, you can type in your zip code. It pulls up all the, uh, the troops and packs within that area that a person might like to get involved with on the youth level. Uh, so there's, there's various different ways that people can be involved, but we will have all this posted uh, through our website, and we also will be mailing out invitations uh, to people that, we've, that we have chosen to select to send day out to. And anybody that obviously wants to come, you know, contact us, and we'll be glad to uh, get, get them an invitation in the mail so they can be a part of this process as well. Okay, so that website again is Chickasaw.org. This is the Chickasaw Council of the Boy Scouts of America in Memphis and the surrounding area. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here. We look forward to this event. And uh, just uh, this is something that you wanted me to read off was the a little bit of achievements that you guys have done in this area. That's 23,822 service hours provided by uh, the Chickasaw Council units, that's the troops and the scouts themselves, and uh, 40,000 pounds of food collecting, uh, collected for scouting for food, 5,407 merit badges earned. I think I had like 16 or 18, I think it was an even (laughs) number, but yeah. 179 Eagle Scouts rank earned, that is the top uh, achievement for a Boy Scout. Uh, 2,154 Cub Scout ranks earned, and then 1,254 Boy Scout ranks earned. So that's that's a lot that they're doing, and it, you guys are looking to obviously do more. That's why you're having these events and working with these outside um, councils and Boy Scouts that are outside the area. So we really appreciate what you guys do. Thank you for joining. Oh, yes. I'm going to bridge on one thing, oh, Justin. Yeah. You had said coming from the development side, I like the, the dollars. I like to see this, but what I like to see is community service. Mm-hmm. The 23,000 is just 23 hours of community service that our scouts and volunteers give back to the community. That's just what is recorded. This is a very conservative number. Mm-hmm. And being on the finance side of things, there is a, a dollar figure for those service hours going back to the communicate and back to the community. Okay. This 23,822 service hours equates to $575,063 back into the communities that we serve, obviously with the 15 counties in Mississippi, the geographic region is much larger mm-hmm. here that we serve. That's and remarkable. That it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's very intense. I remember, you know, you're, that's part of the Eagle rank is you have to organize a community service project, then you get the, you have to recruit scouts to be a part of it. I think that I helped out with uh, trail repairs at the Lichterman Nature Center a few times, and then a few, oh. few other places as well. And uh, so that, that's just one of the, that's just a taste of what you guys handle with as far as uh, community service hours and trying to help out the community and, and uh, local wildlife uh, areas and stuff like that. So 
Uh, all right, well, that's uh, that event, again, is March 27th here at North Central Electric Power Association, 4600 North Central Way. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you. That Mid-South weather is tricky. Make sure to keep an eye on your thermostat as the temperatures rise and drop to ensure energy efficiency in your home. And remember, you can monitor your usage and manage your account by downloading the North Central app for Apple and Android devices. And we are back, North Central Infused. I'm sitting here with Omar, David, and Joseph, otherwise professionally known as the Chinese Connection Dub Embassy. Yes, sir. How you guys doing? Bless, great. Bless, bless. And one of the busiest group of musicians I've ever met. You guys, <laughs> uh, you are in side projects. You guys are backing bands for how many different artists now? <laughs> We're actually not here right now. This is our holiday. Yeah, you're gigging. These are our surrogates. <laughs> That's too over there. So you guys, I mean, who all you guys play with? I mean, I've seen uh, you guys tour, like you back bands, you back artists for. Oh man, uh, everybody, Pro, Pro, Lisa Mack, uh, Ryan Peel. Oh uh, man, the list goes on and on. Like we put Tank of the Bangers, Michael Jackson's hologram. What's coming? That's good. Blanket man, blanket, blanket, blanket Jackson. Uh, We're gonna be on his album in Paris. <laughs> Paris Jackson, Call fluffy blanket. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man, but for real, man, we played. This has been a blessing. We played. We backed a bunch of great musicians and singers, rappers from all over the United Cause States. Because I, I never personally have seen you with like three other solo acts. And yep. it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's always funny because, um, you know, when when we just made this decision to bring back musicians for Le Bonner, I automatically ask you guys every year, we're going to you know do this. And so there was a few shows that we booked and I was like, okay, can we get you guys to play on this bill? And it's like, y'all were at another show of mine <laughs> backing up uh, Knowledge Nick, I believe. Right, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, like, how much free labor am I going to get out of these guys? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how is it? You, three brothers here and you guys perform music together. How long have you guys been doing this? Man, uh, quite some time. <laughs> like we started man, trying to really right. uh, I'm sorry to make you think so much. All right, all right. Well, well I was a little child. Once when I was a wee little one. Right. No, no, it's no. It, it, it was yeah. actually, it's been years. Mm-hmm. It's been years because uh, our mother always wanted us to have a musical foundation. And what, you know, personally, what best place to have it is the church. Just saying, yeah. you know. So you're away from a, you're getting a, you're getting an educated sense of, of uh, being a musician in a positive manner, mm-hmm. uh, far from the streets. You're gonna learn that later on in life. Yeah. Uh, that's just the facts. True. But uh, you want to be brought up the right way into it, you know, spiritually. Mm-hmm. Uh, us, we we went from praise and worship. We studied a little bit of the Baptist deal. Uh, so yeah. we started with Christian praise music, yeah. and then then what happened with this band? It was, it was, so then, we're gonna play uh, reggae together. Then it became an evolutionist. Uh, started playing, you know, Satan charged death metal and <laughs> <laughs> uh, drank a little blood here and there. I don't know, I'm not a crowd. Yeah, 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 you know, I'm not saying community, but I was for our old dog Patsy, but uh, <laughs> but uh, poor Patsy. But anyway, but anyway, on a real tip, on a real tip, <laughs> far from all the, the shenanigans, uh, 
uh, Caribbean music has always been a part of the family. Yeah. Through mom, you know, Zoot, Calypso. Uh, Zoot is basically, you know, the folk music of Jamaica. Okay. And after that came Calypso, and Calypso came Ska, Ska Rocksteady, and then into Reggae. And uh, Reggae music just caught the ear. The vibe caught the ear, the message caught it. And uh, later on, you know, it came. It became more spiritual in the sense of roots reggae mm-hmm. and uh, rockers, et cetera, et cetera, roots and culture. That really, like, hit a string. Just, yeah, this is what I want to do, you know. It, it's gospel music, you know, mm-hmm. without being called gospel. Okay. And um, it's praise and worship of its own. But it also deals with the realities of life, life. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, reggae music, if there's any way for me to define reggae music, simply put, it's life music. Okay. It deals with the full circle. And what's crazy even about reggae, I was never that guy that was like heavy into like Bob Marley and stuff. As I was younger, I was big Nas fan, rap, all day, all that <laughs> stuff. And I remember passing uh, past like the back room, Omar would be listening to like different reggae songs. And uh, then I'm like, oh, that's that's corny, that's cheesy. Because he's like, he know for like a lot of... Uh, Little keyboard licks, like do 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 whatever. And uh, then as you as I started to get more into and well joining the band as a whole, uh, I started realizing like man, there's more to it. It's like Omar was saying, it's life music. It's a bigger meaning behind uh, the bigger meaning behind reggae than just um, let me think. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think like uh, marijuana. Marijuana, yeah. There you go. I'm uh, trying to choose my word. Uh, uh, I'm trying to, but yes, it's more, it's more to it than that. And okay. like listening to it and just understanding that, man, uh, you can be, it reaches from kids, from five year old to 80 some year old people. Like, literally, you got some of your legends still going, like, uh, what's Burning Spear? All the older cats, like, Buddy Whalen. Buddy Whalen. He's like in his 60s, yeah. 70s. Just released his album. Still yeah. putting yeah. out. He's music. in his 80s. Yeah. Okay. And people, you have an age, there is no there is no age demographic. You got kids that are 18, 19. That still come to see these Come guys. see like, an 80-something-year-old Lee Scratch Perry with all these little <laughs> rings on and stuff. And go here going, Mommy, Mommy! Hitting on, the, hitting on his little buttons and everything. Because this guy, these people, these are, these quote-unquote reggae artists are pioneers. Right. Mm-hmm. Four, four. Like, they, the originator. Lee Scratch Perry is one of those rarities that took from his teacher, Ruddick Osborne, a.k.a. King Tubby, on Manipulation of Sound, mm-hmm. which you hear a lot in records today, even back in that time. They took what they heard from there, the simple schizophrenic man, because <laughs> he, was, he yeah. was. He was schizophrenic. Okay. He took, it's funny, the powers of, you know, your handicap can be something completely the opposite. Mm-hmm. He would take all these four tracks, and put them together. He had a studio over 24 to 30-something four-trackers he hooked up. And he was all about manipulating the sound, <clears throat> pulling the vocals out, testing it with heavy reverbs over the drums and such, mm-hmm. and simulated what we know as dub music. Okay. Or dub reggae, or even electronic okay. music. And then, you know, his students... Such as Lee Perry, scientists, 
uh, a lot of the other guys, but Lee Perry happened to be one of the bigger forefathers of the students. He came out with uh, Super Ape, which is one of the greatest pinnacles of dub that's ever been created. And we we giving them too much. Uh, yeah, gonna, this is a whole lesson. Yeah, we yeah. gotta yeah. give them some research on that. Right. They gonna be doing some research on that. But like Omar said, go check out Lee Scratch. Right. 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 Okay. All right. So let, let's simplify this a little bit. Best three reggae artists that have influenced you as a as a musician. Hey, you go first. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh man. Uh, I know it's gonna sound cliche, Bob Marley. Got him. Okay. Man, you can't you can't leave him out of it. Uh, yeah. Watch me. Bob Marley. There's a. Um, there's a when it comes to dub, there's a group called Ashwan. Oh yeah. They're England. great yeah. from England. Uh, and I guess when it comes to dub, well, uh, hmm. I go, man, it's like so much. I'm gonna say somebody newer. There's a uh, guy by the name of Chronics. He's a yeah. great new reggae artist. Okay. David? Man, I gotta say, Ernest Wrangler, he's the reason why I have a job at Reagan. He's the guy that came up with the guitar. That, I'm sorry, I'm sorry when he said this. Well, I'm a keyboardist. So, uh, Jack, Jackie Me Too is one of my favorite uh, Reagan keyboardists. Go on to this Reagan. He's like the George Benson, West Montgomery, because before Reagan, it was Sky. And Sky uh, from New Orleans, jazz. So that off-time signature, a lot of that eighth-note rest stuff, uh, real deep uh, theory, music theory stuff, Ernest Wrangler was doing. He was doing so. If you go back and listen to all his records, that's a lot of like stuff that you would call now in America smooth jazz and straight-ahead jazz. So, uh, so Ernest Wrangler, of course, uh, I want to say Bob, but I got to be real, Ziggy. Ziggy okay. was my guy, like growing up. Ziggy like, Marley, right. I heard him like Lenny from Gosh. from the, the author theme to movies to soundtracks, everything. So, <laughs> so I've literally been listening to Ziggy Marley since I was little. And then, uh, last but not least, <coughs> I think the band that really inspired me was Soul Syndicate. When I actually heard that album Harvest Uptown, Famine Downtown, that's life music all the way. Anybody that's with blue collar or uh, whatever. Uh, class in life, you can relate to that CD and that group, and then, yeah, that's like one of my favorite bands. So, you've been you've been itching to say some names right. here. He <laughs> <laughs> said three now. Four of those tricks. He's listed like twelve. So right. right. <laughs> He's pretty much just watched that. That's enough. All right. I'll answer the problem. No, no, no. Base wise. Okay. Bass wise, there's a couple of artists I can just shoot right now. Boris Gardner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Boris Gardner, Leroy Sibley's Leroy Sibley's of oh, the uh, of the Heptones, which is a great vocalist and one of the main pioneers of a lot of the bass lines you hear in Studio One, which is the legendary label and studio where a lot of your big names came from, including Bob Marley and the Whalers. Um <laughs> I'm just coming on bass wise. But, uh. Um, about Robbie? He's cool. I'm just being real. There would be no Boris. Boris oh, Gardner, yeah, right. Without Boris Gardner and Lee Ruth Simmons. I'm just saying. We're getting a whole history lesson. People say Marley. Marley's great and everything. Oh, Lord, we gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I smell know, Bob Marley. Make it love him. But, um, I'm just gonna be honest, you know. But um, when it comes to vocals, because Bob Marley had his points. But, um, <laughs> He's not the greatest. <laughs> but, 
I'm outside Alice all the way. Ooh, yeah. Outside okay. Alice, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Smooth, a.k.a. King's, King of the Sky, all that good stuff. Um, as far as the bands are concerned, Soul Defenders, Studio One Band. Um, they made all the hits, you're full up, which Leroy Sibley's bass line, um, which was one of the bass players. Um, Freddie McGregor was one of the members of the Studio One Band. A lot of guys. Um, uh, the list goes on. And <laughs> yeah, no, we we we've got to learn that segment here. We too much to do this list. No, 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 the list goes on. Um, dub wise. You want a bonus line? I'll say my garnet self. Somebody will somebody will take this down. Dub wise, I'm I'm just gonna say Coxon died. Yes, Sir Coxon died, the man, the creator of Studio One, because it went for him. A lot of those artists would have gotten their say, and he was all about. A clean rhythm, a wicked bass line, his exact words, a wicked bass line. Yeah. And the sound's got to be superb. Okay. So when it comes to just putting the ring in your jigger, definitely, definitely Sir Cox and Okay. All right. So uh, I want to go back to one of the things you said earlier, which was that it has no demographic, a, a, you know, young kids, old kids. Uh, something that we're very proud of to have with the Musicians for Labonna Project is you guys have actually been able to perform at that hospital a few times. Hated what is it. that like for you? Hated it. You hated it? Uh, I don't like children. <laughs> <laughs> he came there for the lunch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was you didn't hear the nurses complaining, but uh, there was a thief that was snatching the lunches from the kids in the cafeteria. I was that thief. No, oh, no. Man, I'm not that evil. No, we no. loved every single <laughs> minute of going and visiting the kids at uh, Labonna. It's like one of the highlights of like the whole... Musicians for Labonna thing to me because also I, I want to speak while oh, I but, um, but like just going in there and seeing the kids, especially the ones that don't really like know what you're about to do of any. <laughs> I remember one time there was one of the I forget the uh, kid's name. We went in there, we were gonna play reggae, and it was like stir it up. We was like, hell no, just stir it up. He was like, yeah, stir it up. So I'm like, yeah. right. so some of them know. <laughs> some of the kids they have some that just don't want to hear you. The kids are honest. One of them. One of them. A nice sleep. They wake up with big anime eyes. Yeah. Ah, we're over. Ah, <laughs> 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 far. Oh. He's praying. He's praying. Trying to get us out of here. Yeah, he really is. Anyway, but no, on a, on a honesty, I love it. I really do. We we've seen the good and the bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, and especially for the parents, when it's some terminal stuff going on with their youth, uh, that brings them comfort. Knowing mm-hmm. that we're doing, what we're doing, and then it makes me feel a hundred times better than what I'm doing as a musician for the monitor. Mm-hmm. Um. It brings peace to me to let me know that that's giving their kid peace and giving them peace, that we took the time to just play. Because a lot of people take stuff like that for granted. Right. Oh, absolutely. And and you, I actually had the uh, opportunity to follow you guys with a camera one year, and we made a film out of this whole thing. And it's... Uh, How can I find that? 
Um, <laughs> it's on my YouTube page. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link. But I have the. It's on my YouTube page. It's Melodic Medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you awesome. can find that on YouTube. Uh, it was actually my grad school project, and I did pretty well with it's it. Titled Melodic Medicine. Melodic Medicine. But it's just us. It's no. It's, it's you guys. Um, Frankie Holly, Megan Miles, um, William Charles, uh, Kimberly Renee. There's mm-hmm. a few other people that were involved, but we took those performances. We split them up over two days and followed you guys around with cameras to the the rooms and everything else. But um, it was it was a lot of fun doing that, and and one of my favorite moments is the stir it up, yeah. where you guys were performing for I think his name was Brandon, yeah. and um, you know he was just he wasn't able to move, but he was he was able to move that one hand right, and that one wrist right. and and do the Campbell stir. Look at the flick of the wrist. Yeah, he did. And so uh, so you guys will be writing and producing a new song for this year's album yes, which is yes. which, which I get to have the pleasure of trying to wrangle you guys in the studio and keep Omar under control yeah. and <laughs> last time he invented what was it uh, auto tune oh, auto last time what, oh, would, was what would be in store for this year you know, know what you never know it might be an auto tune scat track in the middle yeah, that's what, I think so now, to, to, track to anybody that's listening we, we, this was back in 2014 I believe that we were working on a track and I think he was just he messed up a take and he just started scat singing in the middle of it so we saved that off the side and put some auto tune on it. Sweet tea seemed like sweet tea doing. She's doing all right. Oh, she's yeah. Yeah, Tara, yeah. She's actually um She's working and she's, uh, she's. I mean, I, I, we we get to see each other like a few, every few months, so yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'll have to text her right now. <laughs> These guys won't shut up about you. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are going to play out one of your guys' songs here. So awesome. if one of the songs that you guys, what, what which song would you pick for us to play out North Central Infused here? Man, I'd say the new one, Bad Man. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, yeah. uh, you've been overridden, I think. <laughs> um, let me see. I say the new one. Man, <laughs> Such uh, a beautiful song. It's, it uh, is. Heavy meditation. Yeah, heavy meditation. Heavy meditation is always a good one. So where can these? Where can folks find you on online? Website: theccd.com. Uh, Facebook, Chinese Nation of Embassy, Instagram, Instagram, CCD Vibes, Twitter, the CCDE. Uh, <laughs> go on Google and type in the CCDE. You know what I'm saying? All those links, Bandcamp, all this. Okay, so Chinese Connection, WMC, look them up. Thank you guys for joining us and thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh.